0: Uh, This is the first page! Okay. Welcome to Storytime with... David and Mommy, the best readers ever! (laughs) Yes. Today we are reading a book called Dinosaurs and Prehistoric Creatures, uh, which is a book my dad found at the thrift store. Um... Uh, we just went looking for Modern Publishing, a division of Unisystems, Inc. Printed I call in it Italy. I call it there. So we're reading Chapter 10, Ty- then I Tyrannosaurus. Tyrannosaurus. Written by Angela Sheehan and illustrated by George Thompson. You ready? We haven't read this in a while. Tyrannosaurus slowly rose up on his huge hind legs and threw back his head. His sleep had been disturbed, and he was angry. The, a little mammal catching dragonflies in the fern's had scampered over the sleeping giant's head. Now the tiny creature clung fast to a dead branch on the ground. His hair stood on end while the meat-eater searched him out. Suddenly, a breeze carried the bellows of the duckbills. Quack, <laughs> up from the misty hollow and Tyrannosaurus forgot his rage. He turned his head to listen to the dinosaurs and the little mammal dropped to the ground and fled into the myrtle scrub. You see where the little mammal that they're talking about is? <gasps> yeah. Tyrannosaurus was hungry. The sound of the duck-billed dinosaurs made him feel even hungrier. He strode off in search of them. Every other creature fled. As he moved through the thick undergrowth, birds flew up before him, and lizards darted out of his way. As he marched, the sky grew dark. Thunder rolled in the hills, and rain poured from the black clouds. Branches bent and cracked under the force of the downpour. Tyrannosaurus pounded onwards, careless of the driving rain. But there was no chance of him catching the duckbills now. The thunder drowned their bellows, and he was still too far away to pick up their scent. He lost them because it was a rainstorm. By the time the storm had cleared, Tyrannosaurus was far beyond the woody hills. Ahead of him, far across the plain, he spied a herd of Triceratops. They were grazing on the warm, wet ferns that covered the sunlit ground. With no trees to hide him now, he had to move carefully. His prey... enough. One Triceratops caught the sound and roared a warning to the rest. Roar! Roar? No. No? <laughs> no. I know really we can roar. Oh, that was a good roar. That's what I roar. That was a good little baby roar. Was that a baby Triceratops roar? No. Yeah, I like it. <clears throat> Uh, the animals bunched together in a tight mass of armor. Only one animal wasn't able to reach the safety of the herd. She stood in the great reptile's path as he approached. She saw his sharp teeth flash in the sunlight and felt the ground shake as he began to thunder towards her. Bum 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 At the last moment, she wheeled and charged him. Her heavy body crashed to Tyrannosaurus and her sharp horn tore into his Die! He bellowed with pain, (sighs) and limped away, bleeding. Tyrannosaurus was not only hungry now, but tired and hurt as well. He could not chase the Triceratops, so he rested for a while, and then he stirred himself again to look for food. He headed back to the valley. At the edge of of a swampy river, a clump of maidenhair trees grew. Feeding on these was a group of duckbills. You know what sound duckbills make? Crack 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 crack. That was a baby dog. Yeah. I like it. Crack crack crack. And farther along the shore of, was a flock of pink wad, wadding, waddling birds. Oh. The noise of the birds made it impossible for the duckbills to hear the dreadful tread of the Tyrannosaurus. They were not eating. Then Tyrannosaurus charged, trailing blood from his aching thigh. The birds rose into the air like a pink cloud and their wings clattering. Without looking, one duckbill crashed into the water and swam for his life. The others followed it, struggling to reach the safety of the deeper water. Tyrannosaurus raged along the bank. He was too heavy to cross the swampy ground. There was no way for him to reach his for hours, Tyrannosaurus prowled along the high ground by the edge of the river. A crocodile watched him from the opposite bank. Marsh tulles, turtles and terrapins plopped into the water as he passed. Blop, blop, blop. A pterosaur glided by and he lunged at it. But his great jaws snapped on empty air. Can you snap? <laughs> you do a hand snap? Good job. Whoa. <laughs> As the leathery wings brushed past him, the sun dropped and a cool wind blew. The wind made the wound on the reptile's thigh sting with pain. Now he was too tired to hunt, so he limped to a clearing in a nearby redwood grove. There he stretched out on a soft bed of plants and went to sleep. How do you think a Tyrannosaurus snores? (coughs) (coughs) Tyrannosaurus slept peacefully with nothing to fear from the sleeping giant. The other animals crept from their hiding places to hunt for food or settled down themselves to sleep through the night. Long after daybreak, Tyrannosaurus was still asleep. The morning chorus of birds was over and the plant-eating dinosaurs had long been munching on the dew-sodden plants. They were well hidden by the giant green fronds of the ferns, so Tyrannosaurus did not see them when he woke. His leg was stiff and sore. It hurt when he walked, but he could not afford to rest any longer. He must find food. As he headed for the river again, <clears throat> he headed for the river again. On the way, he heard a harsh scraping sound, scree coming from behind some rocks. As quietly as he could, he looked over at Greg, and then let out a roar. Just below him was, do you remember what that is? few miles. My- Good job, it's a Struthiomimus. The long-legged dinosaur was scraping sand from a nest of new-laid egg scores. It had just smashed the shell of the first egg when Tyrannosaurus roared down on it. The dinosaur darted away over the rocks into the dense growth of palms. Tyrannosaurus had no chance of catching the nimble creature. Once again, his prey had escaped. He's not having much luck today. So Tyrannosaurus skirted the girls and continued towards the river. He could already smell the water when he saw before him the backs of a herd of alamosaurs. Their necks stretched high into the topmost branches of the trees. Some distance from the herd stood a young one, all on its own. It was busy eating fig leaves. Tyrannosaurus raced forwards. His great A clawed hindfoot slashed into the young dinosaur's body, and his teeth sank into the back of its neck. The young Alamosaurus crashed to the ground, lashing his tail helplessly under the killer's weight. The other Alamosaurus bolted away as Tyrannosaurus ripped hungrily into his victim's flesh. When Tyrannosaurus had gorged enough, he staggered away, bloated and drowsy. What remained of his victim's corpse was not left alone for long. The birds that had circled overhead while Tyrannosaurus ate his fill now swooped down to take their turn, and two scavenging dinosaurs darted in to seize a share of the feast. Tyrannosaurus walked back up the cliff. He was now no danger to any animal, though none was brave enough to approach him. He found a sandy hollow sheltered by a tangle of magnolias. Here he lay down to sleep off his meal. The little reptiles and mammals that lived in the hollow kept well clear of the giant. When he woke up, we might be hungry again. Yeah. Mommy, can we want to do one more? Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, let's say bye to our podcast listeners. Bye podcast listeners. Bye podcast listeners. See you later. <laughs> this next one will not be a podcast. No? Why not? Because I don't want it. Do. Oh. Could be a secret podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Thanks for so body by Party boy.